0: I was looking at the eight
1: teams playing in the uh, NFL divisional playoffs this weekend, right? And I was going to the list because I was planning my viewing weekend. I'm like, okay, who do I want to root for? And uh, you usually root for like your upset pick or something, you know, and I will give you my big upset pick momentarily. So I went down the list. Who do I want to root for? Okay. The Cowboys? No! That would make me feel dirty. No way. Cowboys, obnoxious. Jerry Jones, America's team, obnoxious. No. The Los Angeles Rams, no. Because the Sean McVay thing would be so far out of control. Do you really want to see another young Jared Goff win? And the Rams, they don't even have like a hometown fans situation. No, no. I do not want the Rams. Okay, keep going. The Colts. No, because they're sort of like the Lions a Midwest Dome team leaning a lot on their quarterback. And uh, I I don't think in Andrew Luck, I like Andrew Luck. And and I like what the Colts have put together. But they would be such a blah Super Bowl champion, wouldn't it? Next, the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought about them. Tortured fan base. What, 0-6 in the playoffs? Andy Reid, I would like to root for Andy Reid. That's my second choice. I would root for the Chiefs, but that's not my first choice. Let's keep going. The Philadelphia Eagles, no! The, Philado- the Philadelphia fans go back to back, so then we can hear Sully Slobber over Nick Foles for another year? No! The New Orleans Saints, No! Drew Brees again, again, more slobbering. Now I'm not anti-slobbering because I'll slobber, but the Saints just won recently as well. Again, that's probably not the greatest rationale. The Los Angeles Chargers, right? Would well, you? That's who you want? No, they also don't have a home base or home fans, and the Philip Roy Rivers. Uh, story, I, first of all, I think Philip Rivers is a little bit overrated. People love his red-assness, red-assery. Um, but you look at his record, one-loss record, and what he's done in the postseason, and he ain't all that in a bag of chips. That leaves one team. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm rooting for the Patriots. It, 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 it. Please don't turn the channel, okay? Let me explain why. One of my favorite things in sports is when a power is prematurely buried. Buried, okay? And I think it would be hilarious, hilarious, if the Patriots, just as people are ready to shovel dirt on them, Rise up one more time. This is no no no. This is not a Tom Brady thing, although he's certainly being shoveled upon. I actually enjoy the antics of Bill Belichick. I saw him today. He was asked about, you know, what it will it be like with the Chargers, a West Coast team coming to the east and the time zone and the weather. And Belichick said, We're not playing the weather, we're playing the Chargers. <laughs> That's literally how he said it. And I laughed, okay? I like to see how fading champs, I liked it watching Muhammad Ali in those those last fights, the fading champs, did he have anything left one last time? Don't you think it would be fun to watch? Like, especially if the old grizzled Patriots knocked off, like, I don't know, the Rams in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be fun? It wouldn't be fun? No. 248-539-9797. Ticket text 97136. Am I an idiot? And do you have, for a legitimate reason, tell me if you have a uh, team you'll be rooting for out of these eight teams and why? You can make a pretty good case, I think, to root for the Chiefs. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, Andy Reid's a big old guy, too. He's doomed. That'd be fun. I'm going to go with the Patriots just because I think it would be so much fun to see an upstart against a grizzled old champs and Bill Belichick makes me laugh. Okay. So there, uh, to the phones at 248-539-9797. ticket text, nine, seven, one, three, six. Let's go to Clinton Township and talk to Paul. You're on 97. One, the ticket. Hello there, Paul.
2: Hey, well, Joe, thanks for taking the call.
1: Sure. Thanks for calling.
2: Hey, listen. First of all, let me preface what I'm going to say by saying I, I it's not that I don't think Antonio Brown isn't the best receiver you know in the game or one of the top couple or that you don't need good receivers. Okay, mm-hmm. but the receiver position is not the position. Now, initially, you guys you guys were talking about giving the eighth pick in the draft and and uh, a, a bunch of stuff. To me, that wide receiver is the one position I don't spend that much on, you know, because you said, oh, if I could have the best player in the league at a position, you would certainly want one, but the best you know uh, wide receivers, when you think of the great wide receivers of now and of recent times, they're not su- they're not on Super Bowl championship teams. Now those teams have good good receivers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to have good receivers, but the elite of the elite guys, you know, when you when you think back and you look at Antonio Brown and Calvin and uh, uh, Des Bryant, and Randy Moss, and, oh, uh, you know, Thanks. you just... When you go through them, I mean, uh, Julio Jones is probably the closest that you come to that played in a Super Bowl, but he didn't win. Uh, to me, wide receiver is not a position that I feel I've got to have one of the top two or three guys to have a a uh, championship-level football team. I mean, I, I think you can certainly win with guys that aren't one of those top couple okay, of
1: guys. Okay, Paul, I will say this. Uh, you're right to a certain degree. Of course, the number one position would be quarterback that you'd want to have the best. And then maybe uh, uh, defensive end, whatever. I agree with you that having an unbelievable receiver case in point, Calvin Johnson does not guarantee you winning anything, but I don't think you can have completely pedestrian receivers, excluding the Patriots example. All right. Although they went bonkers when they had Randy Moss and all sorts of records, Right.
2: Sure, and didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Unbelievably, I, I know. I <laughs> know they were undefeated and right. didn't win. Unbelievable. But that said, I, I that's why I wanted to preface what I'm saying. I'm not saying you don't have to have good receivers, but the top two or three receivers in the league every year is rarely ever ever. You got to go back to the days of uh, you know the Dallas Cowboys back with Troy Aikman and. You know, uh, receivers back then where maybe you did, but think about it: T.O., Randy Moss, Calvin. Name the best receivers over the last ten to fifteen years. The top two or three guys. Which one was
1: on a Super Bowl? Championship? No, no, listen, Paul, you you make a legitimate point, and and thanks for the call. And and I I do think part of that is the quarterbacks that they were paired with, certainly. Um, and Randy Moss. I mean, with the Vikings. Uh, that was not his fault at all. That they didn't. Oh, it's a Gary Anderson missed a field goal or whatever. So, but but I do get what you're saying, and I'm not a wide receiver, um, uh, begging for them because we've seen the example here. Calvin Johnson couldn't do it, but the flip side is they're all in on Matthew Stafford and a deep threat alongside another deep threat like Kenny Galladay, if Stafford couldn't make that work, and I hear you saying, I know he can't make it work. If he couldn't make that work, then you would know for sure that he wasn't your guy. I just find it intriguing. We'll go back to the phones at 248 539 Ticket text 97136. Also, rooting for the Patriots. Am I a bad person? On the Bogey and Wojo Show on ninety seven 971, the ticket.